Hey there, supermoms. Do you stop yourself from doing anything for yourself because you think it takes from time that you could be spending doing things for your family? Do you feel immense guilt about doing things that don't directly involve your kids? Well, if so, then this episode is for you. In it, we're going to dive into 10 reasons why practicing self-care, having hobbies, and engaging in creative pursuits is exactly what your family needs. You will leave today feeling inspired to carve out time and space for yourself, along with some actionable steps to get back in touch with who you are beyond a mom. Today, we're talking about 10 ways your family wins when you practice self-care. This is so important because right now you might be thinking, practicing self-care takes time away from your family, right? And you might be struggling with this because it might bring about a lot of shame or guilt or negative feelings. And the truth of the matter is, is that self-care actually benefits your family in so many ways. And today we're going to go over just 10 of them. But this list is not exhaustive, so definitely definitely keep that in mind. Also, I'd love it if you join me in the conversation over in my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Simply search for episode 104, and let's talk about what you found as you take off your Supermom cape and start putting yourself on your own to-do list. Let's go back to when I was first playing around with what it would take to do something that didn't involve my role as a mom. That was not when I became a parent. That happened 11 years prior. I feel like 2011 was a turning point where I started testing the waters and trying to figure out how to practice self-care without feeling guilty. Now, that's not to say that I didn't do stuff for myself before that. I had belonged to various gyms. I would go out with friends maybe a few times a year, and I was in mom's groups. But a lot of the things that I did before that time either completely catered around my kids or came with tons of guilt, especially when my kids didn't come with me to do whatever it was that I was doing. I seldom did things on my own because my life revolved around my husband and my kids. I really didn't have any of my own interests because while I didn't have the space or time for that or for what at the time I thought as necessary pursuits. Looking back, I can say that I definitely struggled with some codependency. And it really took a toll on my relationships with my kids, with my husband, with my parents, well, with everyone that was in my life. So in 2011, our oldest child was 11 years old. And it was when I started becoming aware of how perfectionism and people-pleasing were interfering with my life. And I began reflecting on why I was doing what I was doing and why I was feeling what I was feeling. I started to realize that I actually could separate my identity from being a mom and do things that light me up without feeling guilty or thinking that I should be doing something with my family or for my family. And as as I began to get interested in things that didn't involve my kids, I started on an irreversible journey of personal development that would take me further than I had ever thought possible. I started to challenge myself. And in the process, I began discovering who I was. The best part and the part that I couldn't predict was how by prioritizing myself and uncovering who I was beyond my role as a mom and a wife allowed my family to know me in a way that I had not shown them before. There I was trying so hard to be a super mom. I thought that they needed me to be. But when who There I was trying so hard to be the supermom I thought they needed me to be, 
when who they needed me to be is more relaxed, present, and happy, which only came when I started engaging in regular self-care and doing activities that lit me up. Making that mindset shift and recognizing how my family benefited helped me get past my limiting beliefs and escape the trap that I was in that was making me feel so darn guilty. The more I took action against those beliefs, the less guilt I felt, and the more I was able to do things that brought me joy and recharged me. Today, my hope is that as you listen to the ways our families win when we practice self-care, that you feel inspired to start implementing self-care into your daily routines, and that you start thinking of what activities or hobbies or subjects light you up. Taking action will help to create mindset shifts similar to those I experienced, and hopefully it will allow you to shift your perspective so that you can start to recognize that self-care is anything but selfish. If you're new to Moms Without Capes, I'm Ani Michalski, therapist, coach, and recovering supermom, and I'm here to help you hang up your own supermom cape so that you can get back in touch with the woman who's been put on the back burner for way too long. This podcast is where you'll discover that your true superpowers shine when you stop trying to be supermom. Welcome to the show. All right, let's get back to how your family wins when you practice self-care. So in all reality, self-care is not about you. It's about making you a better person. Of course, the best version of you. But it's more about changing how you show up for those you love. Because when you are spending every single waking minute doting on your family, trying to make sure that everything is perfect, and you're ignoring your own needs, are you really your best version? Are your children getting the best version of you? The answer is no. Because if you're neglecting your own needs and not taking the time to ask yourself, what do I need? What do I want in life? What do I like? What do I don't like? If you don't know the answers to these questions, you may have already lost yourself under your supermom cape. You may have lost yourself under your mom hat because you're so busy taking care of everyone and everything else that you forget who you are on the inside. It's time for you to find yourself, not as a mom, not as a wife, not as any of the roles that you're playing, but who as you as who you truly are, and what makes you unique. And that only happens when you are making time and space to get to know yourself. Your children and your husband and your family and your friends, those people that are in your life, they deserve to know the real you. You can only show that to them when you know yourself. If your family is not getting the best version of you because you are not practicing regular self-care or taking the time to engage in activities that light you up, then I'm glad you're here because now's the time to learn that you are worthy of prioritizing. And that's where the self-care challenge comes in because in it, you're going to define what it is that fills your cup. One of the greatest gifts that you can give to your family is a safe, calm, nurturing, responsive, secure relationship. And the only way that you can get to that is by getting to know yourself, by learning to love yourself, and by learning to love yourself so much that self-care becomes a regular practice. When you start shifting those underlying beliefs and you start changing the way that you see yourself, you are going to naturally start practicing self-care. 
because you consider yourself worthy of prioritizing, you will naturally begin to put yourself further up on your own to-do list. Eating well, sleeping well, making sure that you are getting outside, engaging in some mindfulness, being fully present in the moment, finding ways to meet your personal needs, just simply asking yourself, what is it that I need today? You'll be able to take better care of your family, showing up refreshed and recharged. So let's get into it. Here are 10 ways your family wins when you practice self-care. Number one, you get sick less often. When you're taking better care of yourself, getting the sleep you need, feeding yourself nutritious food, not downing a peanut butter and jelly on the fly, if you do that at all, not skipping breakfast because you're too busy making everyone else breakfast that you can't stop and make yourself a sensible meal, moving your body, taking vitamins, going to the doctor for checkups, all of these actions will keep your immune system strong. It builds up any resistance you have to diseases and illnesses, and it helps your immune system to stay strong and keeps you healthy. I've heard so many moms, and I've said it to myself in the past, moms can't get sick. That's a bunch of bull. Let's just be honest. We can get sick. But giving yourself the rest that your body needs to heal is the part that we struggle with. We struggle because we just continue to push forward and push on, thinking that the world will stop spinning if we don't do what we need to do. Listen, I've been there. I've said the same thing. It's hard to rest, and for me, it was hard to see other people resting. I've never vacuumed the carpet as much as I did or washed the dishes so loudly than when my husband was sitting on the couch watching a football game. The point is, is that you're standing in your own way by not prioritizing yourself, and it's killing you from the inside out. When you start putting yourself higher up on your to-do list and start taking care of your needs, you're going to be less resistant to sickness. You're going to be giving yourself that permission to sit and rest because you need it. We all need rest. Even God rested when he was creating the world. The seventh day, he rested. We are made in his image Therefore, we are made to rest. Now, when mom's happy, everyone's happy. This is number two, the second way your family wins, because when you practice self-care, you're just in a better mood. The expression, when mom's happy, everyone's happy, it's true. I noticed that in my own family. When I'm in a bad mood, I see that my kids and my husband react to my mood by being irritable and grouchy. It's important that I keep my mood up Yet, that can be exhausting if I'm just not feeling it. But when I do take the time for myself, which is every single day at this point, I notice a difference in my own mood, and that ripples out to my family. When I don't practice self-care, when I don't give myself that time and space or ask myself, what is it that I need? I feel irritable, angry, tense, and really stressed out. My, patient, my patience wears thin very quickly. I've got a shorter fuse. It affects my sleep. It affects my sleeping patterns. Just everything's just thrown off, which is why self-care has become such a huge part of my life. And I've become such a huge advocate, hoping to ensure that you, my fellow mothers, are all making space for yourself in your day. Because I know how your mood can be affected and your entire family can be affected by that mood. Number three. Self-care improves your productivity in and out of the house. You'd simply get more done. Most of us say that self-care is taking away time from our family, or we've just got way too much to do. When you start 
intentionally making space for yourself in your day, you actually have more energy. And as a result, you can get more done. Frankly, it gives you more energy than you had before. So you end up getting more done. For caregivers, practicing self-care is essential to helping you show up as a calmer, more patient, and more present person. I can pretty much guarantee that you want to be more present in the moment. When I was pregnant, so many people would say to me, enjoy them while they're young, because it's going to go by in a blink of an eye. They probably said that to you as well. They tell us they grow up so fast. And I found these things actually turned out to be true. And so being present in the moment with my kids is something I work hard to do. When we're so busy, when we've got so many things on our to-do list, it's not easy to be present. The mental load can often be quite heavy, and there's lots of times where I feel pulled in so many directions at any one time. It's exhausting. Can we agree on that? It's very exhausting. But when you make self-care and personal development part of your everyday rhythm, it becomes easier to live in the here and now. And it helps to lighten the mental load. Number five, self-care improves your problem-solving abilities. Because regularly taking care of yourself helps to clear your mind. You have room to tap into your creativity and fresh thinking. It's hard to problem-solve and think of rational solutions when you have so many thoughts jumbled in your mind. But by making space for yourself to get lost in the flow, you exercise the part of your mind that allows you to think clearer and get to solutions faster. How many problems do we deal with each day? By the time four o'clock rolls around, decision fatigue has set in. I'm just exhausted. I don't even want to think about what's for dinner. But when you've given yourself space, it takes less effort to make decisions because you've got a fully functioning mind. All right, number six, engaging in regular self-care, including doing those things that light you up and that make you feel like you're more than a mom, it helps to reduce stress. Now, self-care will not eliminate stress, but when it comes down to it, we have two ways to deal with stress. We can reduce our stressors, those things that make us feel stressed, or we can increase our coping skills which help us deal with those stressors better. When you're stressed, you're not showing up as your best self for your family. But self-care helps you do both of those things. It helps you reduce your stressors and it helps increase your coping skills. Self-care is those coping skills. A big part of self-care is recognizing your priorities and making space for margin in your life by putting healthier boundaries in place. When you do that, you will remove many of the things that are contributing to you feeling stressed. The second part of this is developing your coping skills, which, hello, journaling, therapy, meditation, engaging in calming activities, and doing all of these other things that fall under self-care, well, these are the coping skills that will help you reduce the effects of stress. Your family will thank you for this, I promise. 
Engaging in daily practices that restore your energy and make you feel alive will help to shift your perspective so that you don't view as much stuff as being stressful. Stress is defined as the perception of something threatening you. When you're not your best self, when you are feeling constantly pulled in a million different directions, that is stressful. Again, it doesn't completely eliminate the stress in your life, but it will certainly help you deal with it way better. There's still going to be some stress in your life. Even when you're lying on a beach sipping a Mai Tai, your stress level will likely be pretty low, but it won't be non-existent. Implementing practices of self-care and self-expression allow you to be physically, mentally, and emotionally able to deal with life's pressures and stressors. All right, another thing that self-care does for you and in turn benefits your family is that it makes you a better role model for your kids. Your kids will see that not only is self-care important, but also that you are important, that you're worthy of respect, and that you're worthy of making time and space for, and that you're worthy of having boundaries. Your children will see a mom that's taking care of herself. That's huge because when they grow up, not only your daughters, but your sons as well will recognize that self-care is important. How many of us can say the same? We need to show our kids that they shouldn't be neglecting themselves in lieu of taking care of everyone and everything else. Don't think they don't notice that you're building these healthier habits, developing your coping skills, setting healthier boundaries, and doing all of these things that are involved with practicing self-care. Being intentional about taking care of yourself allows you to be the better role model for your kids. Making space for yourself is also going to allow the members of your family to be less dependent on you, having to take care of everything that they likely can take care of for themselves. When you were first starting out as a mom, you probably were quick to jump in and take care of stuff for different reasons, and your partner may have stepped back and just let you. This happens for a variety of reasons that we won't get into in this episode, but definitely refer to my episode on maternal gatekeeping to learn more about this. Anyway, we somehow take on a lot of responsibilities that at some point we need to hand back to our family members. There comes a time when we need to take stock and see what we can hand back to allow our partners and our kids the opportunity to do things for themselves. Because when you're exhausting yourself, making sure that everyone's got a perfect balanced meal every supper, that everyone's got their backpacks back packed, that everyone's got their work shirts ironed, you are actually denying them the opportunity to be responsible for themselves. You're doing them a disservice. Just this morning, my daughter called me when she got to school because she forgot her volleyball stuff and she was in a panic. She wanted to know if I could bring her stuff to school. Now, a few years ago, I would have dropped everything and gone to the school. But this morning, I was cooking myself breakfast, and running up to the school would have thrown my whole schedule off, and I would have had to rearrange clients and basically my whole day. So this time, I decided not to go. I took some calming breaths and helped her problem solve. She ended up coming home and getting her stuff before school actually started. She was a little late for her first class, but I can guarantee you that she's not going to be forgetting her volleyball stuff for the rest of the year. Whereas on the other hand, if I was to rush to her rescue, chances are she'd probably forget it again. I was able to allow her to take responsibility and learn that lesson without rushing to her rescue or compromising self-care. 
Taking care of yourself prolongs your life and your quality of life. And so your family has you around longer. Another win for your family. Like me, you probably want to be around for your grandkids. When you start practicing self-care instead of neglecting yourself, instead of putting yourself last on your to-do list where you just fall off the end, not only does the quality of your life improve, but so does the length of your life. When you start putting yourself further up on your list of priorities, you improve your life. You improve your quality of life. Teach your kids that they do not need to put themselves on the back burner or bury what they want and what they're passionate about, and that they can actually continue to be themselves when they start their own families. Help them to escape the hustle culture and to escape self-sacrifice mentality and realize that they don't have to sacrifice who they are when they themselves become parents. They can still be amazing, just like you can be, without having to do all the things. So there you go. 10 ways that your family wins when you take time to engage in self-care and self-expression. It improves your immune system and your mood. It increases productivity and helps you to be a better caregiver. It enhances your problem-solving skills. It reduces your stress and increases your ability to cope with it. It allows you to be a better role model. It fosters independence of your loved ones. It prolongs your life and improves the quality of your life. And finally, it teaches your kids that they do not have to sacrifice who they are or their passions when they become parents. If you struggle with self-care and putting yourself on your never-ending to-do list, come join the Moms Without Capes Facebook group. I host lots of fun events, including motivational challenges, monthly meetups, meetups, and inspiring interviews, all aimed at helping you get back in touch with who you are beyond your role as a mom. All right, that's it for today. I hope that you all have a great week, and I will see you inside the Moms Without Capes community. Take care of yourself. You are worth it.